0: Episode eight, an interview with published adult and children's author, Christine J. Gilbert. Well, hello there and welcome to the Small Biz Startup Essentials podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Tom Claremont. My goal is to help equip you through the personal brand small business startup process by providing you with enough tips and tools so that your pivot through the small business startup process is a lot easier than it was for me. You can go to TomClaremont.com for more information on how I can help you with your new startup. Well, hello again. Welcome to another episode of the Small Biz Startup Essentials podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm very pleased to have with us today Christine J. Gilbert. Christine... Uh, grew up in a small town in Missouri. She was a corporate executive and then later became a successful entrepreneur. Christine is the author of six books, three books for the adult series and three for the children's series. Her three book adult series titles are Manipulated Into Fear, There is Always a Pattern, and that was book one, White Roses in a Dream, Traits, Patterns, and Action Plans, that was book two, and Deep Seated Secrets, Corruption, Lies, and Murder, as book three. Based on a true story, her books were written under her pseudonym, Marvella Donnet. She wrote a children's series to educate children and adults about safety and awareness with a super magical power theme for fun. In 2015, Christine published the three-book series, Super Grandma and Super Grandpa, The Unknown Superheroes, is book one. Super Grandma and Super Grandpa, The Unknown Superheroes, book two, on September 11th, 2016. And Super Grandma and Super Grandpa, The Unknown Superheroes, book three, on September 11th, 2017. All three books have 9-11 as the published date inside the book because in the story, she educates on the 9-11 emergency phone number, stranger danger, cyberbullying, stop, drop, and roll, and much more. She was also in the Army Reserves for six years. Christine, thanks for being with us today.
1: Thank you for having me, Mr. Claremont.
0: So tell us how you were able to uh, be such a diverse kind of author. You went from the extremes of writing an adult series that dealt with abuse to being a, 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 a children's author writing three books. How, how, do you, how do you go from one extreme to the other like that
1: Well, in 2012, after a lot of life-changing events, I decided that I had a story that I wanted to tell to help others. So I budgeted my money and I sat down and that's when I wrote my first novel, my adult to the adult series, Manipulated Into Fear. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I didn't know there was gonna be book two. White roses in a dream. It had a hanger on at the end of book uh, at the end of manipulate into fear. So that's how white roses in a dream got published.
0: You said hanger, sort of. Is, is that sort of like a, a an ending that doesn't end? Is, is that leaves you leaves you hanging for more? Is yes. that what you're saying?
1: And so while I was writing. White Roses in a Dream, my grandson asked me, Grandma, when are you going to write me a book? So I wanted to do that, you know, for him, of course. So I came up with Super Grandma and Super Grandpa, the Unknown Superheroes. And book one came out, and that got left with a hanger. So book two was published, and then book three
0: I must say that's uh, that's quite uh, a lot of diversity in your writing skills uh, to be able to do that. Uh, I, I would think that it's probably normal for a person to be one or the other type of writer, but you've managed to pull off both sides of the spectrum there, which uh, uh, I'm I'm impressed. Thank you. So, so how do you? Um, How does someone turn their personal experience into a a book that sells? In other words, you're turning that bad, messy experience into a message.
1: What I did was I had journaled for many years. And I took my notes and all my journaling and sat down and wrote the book mm-hmm. using all of my notes and I did a lot of research um, I actually didn't know what had happened to me until after I wrote up to chapter 10 and after I reread that is when I saw that I'd been manipulated into fear and there was always a pattern mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I started doing research and The research helped me to share all of my experiences and the story with everyone. Mm -hmm. So how
0: did you go through the publishing process, though? I mean, isn't that sort of long and complicated?
1: Well, with this, with book, yes, with Manipulate into Fear, it was a process because I had written my whole manuscript And I went and hired an attorney, a copyright attorney, and she went through it, and there was a ton of changes to be made because of the legality purposes. Wow. So I had to change all the names of the characters, Mm. and that's when I had to um, think about a pseudonym name instead of writing under my name. And so I came up with Marvella Donahue.
0: Interesting, interesting. Did, now, what about um, editing the book? Did, someone, did you have to have someone edit the book also and, and do some proofreading?
1: Yes, I had published with AuthorHouse Publishing Company, and I paid them to edit my book. And I tell you what, that process... I think it took five months. It My book was a disaster. I mean, because <laughs> I'd never written a book before. So the editing process was long, intense, and many, many, many changes.
0: But I would think that maybe the, after the first book was done and published, it would be a a little easier to go through book two and three because you already knew the process, right?
1: That's correct. It gets easier as you go and you know what to look for and what to do and what's expected. I had no idea that the editing process would take that amount of time, a lot of t- a lot of time.
0: How how would you rate that experience? Uh, <laughs> so that uh, somebody, somebody, an aspiring writer might uh, get a glimpse of what you went through.
1: Well, I read that book thirty times. Mm, the manuscript wow. before we could actually publish, and you always, every time you read it, you're finding. I think I need to change this. You know, or the the editor is stating. Yes, you know, you should take another look at that, and you have to stop at some point. <laughs>
0: right, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. Yeah. And then, did you did you see more changes necessary even after it was printed and published?
1: Not so much. The story that I feel that they did a really good job. I paid a lot of money and spent a lot of time so between the publishing company and myself i feel that it was edited really well
0: okay what company did you go with
1: author house
0: okay and how did you sort of pick them as your publisher
1: i spoke to some local authors and who had published books and they highly recommended author house and that's how i went with them
0: was were they used for your children's series also
1: yes i stayed with the same publishing company okay
0: so when you did the children's series later on was it an easier process for you
1: much easier
0: (laughs) because you already knew it a couple of times over already yes was there anything different about the process when it was a children's series as opposed to an adult series?
1: Yes, it was easier to edit, and I would have my mom read the manuscript and have some friends read the manuscript, and mm-hmm. so it was a much easier process than with the adult novels.
0: Mm-hmm. So, what would you have done differently if you could do it all over again?
1: I don't feel that I would have done anything different. Wow. Yeah, I I really don't. Um, I think the procedure of how everything went was the way that it had to happen, so to speak. And... It's not easy to write and edit and uh, formulate the book. And, but once you have it done, it's, it's gratitude, to, you know. I mean, you feel like you've accomplished a lot.
0: I, I can imagine. I can't imagine. I mean, I'm sure uh, you, you have accomplished a lot, and I just can't imagine the, the enormity of, of what you just said because it's it's such a huge task, just to do one book, but you've done six. So, you but you added some product to the children's series as well, right? Yes. How did you work through that process of of adding product? Uh, how did you decide? what products to have that you thought would would be a good fit for the children's series?
1: Well, in 2017, while I was writing book three, Super Grandma and Super Grandpa, The Unknown Superheroes, book three, I hired an illustrator, and his name is David Harris. And he put together, um, he drew the characters that's on the cover of book three. And on the cover, the superheroes are wearing the SG logo on their T-shirts. And in the story, Super Grandma has a store, and she sells her Super SG products. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to expand that and bring it to life. Good. And that's how I came up with Super Grandma, Super Grandpa, Super Grandson, and Super Granddaughter Mm T-shirts. And I've got the Super Grandma and Super Grandpa coffee mugs. I want to expand, of course, but I had to wait because I actually, um, on my own, trademarked my SG logo. Good for you. And... That was officially trademarked on August eleventh of twenty twenty.
0: Oh, look at that! Just happened.
1: It just happened. So Good. right now, I'm looking for a company that I can go with that has a lot of the products, not just the T-shirts or the coffee mugs, but mm-hmm. golf balls and okay. beach towels and
0: wow. You've got some big dreams, there. You've got I some do. Big, big plans. So uh, how do you sort of decide? There's so many things that you could put a logo on. How do you decide, you know, what's a good fit for, uh, for the book series?
1: What I'm doing is I'm asking people that I know and friends and family and mm-hmm. what would they purchase? Mm-hmm. What would you want to give as a gift? Mm -hmm. to someone, you know, or, or are you interested in wearing a super grandma t-shirt? The thing about it is I've got a lot of bookstores that purchase my books, but they don't sell the products. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to talk them into (laughs) having a display where they've got the books with the t-shirts, with the coffee mugs and other products.
0: wow. Mm -hmm.
1: And because the reason why they won't purchase the other products to sell is they say, well, if we don't have the books, then the the readers and the customers won't know what this SG logo is and, and, you know, what it pertains to. So... I have a lot I've sold a lot of the books but I'm having an issue with the t-shirts and the coffee mugs. Right? Yeah,
0: yeah. You right. know,
1: with the coronavirus.
0: Well, that's good information for sure for aspiring authors. Do you have any uh uh advice for uh, someone who wants to be an aspiring author?
1: I do and what I feel is if you have a story to tell and you want to get that book out there sit down at the computer and just start writing and when you have writer's block or you're not sure you get stumped just take a break go take a long walk Think about it and then go back writing. But don't let it frustrate you to where you stop writing your story. Because your story could help someone else or it could just be an enjoyable story, you know, the fiction, and um, that they enjoy reading.
0: So push through it. Don't be discouraged.
1: Yes. Good. Good stuff. Christine, how can someone get a hold of you? I have... My email is supergrandma and supergrandpa at gmail.com. And then I've got another website that has my press release page and my media and events. And it's christinejgilbert-books.com. And I'm sold on Amazon, Walmart.com, Barnes & Noble, Author House. There's many, many books online bookstores and a lot of, uh, small bookstores that carry my books.
0: Wow. That's good to know. Um, and, and folks keep a lookout for more products coming for super grandma, super grandpa. Um, uh, you know, I, I can, I can see it now, you know, it's, uh, it, it, it's, it's, uh, I think that's a, a winning combination for sure to, to have, uh, uh, more things coming. I can see a lot of. Uh, I'm a grandpa, okay, and so I can see a lot of uh, situations where pajamas or a <laughs> pillowcase, or you know, what I'm saying, I can, I can, I can envision much more coming. So, uh, so uh, keep at it, Christine. Christine J. Gilbert, thank you for being with us today and sharing your 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 insight and your experience with us. Uh, you've uh, accomplished a lot with writing six books, and um, uh, I hope other people will, uh, will contact you through your website or purchase your books and, um, and get to to see uh, these stories up close.
1: Thank you, Tom.
0: Folks, make sure you go to Christine's main website at supergrandma and com, where you can purchase the children's book series as well as shirts for men and women of all different sizes with the SG logo, and the mugs as well. I'll put the links in the show notes. That's our episode for today. Thanks for listening. Please let me know what you think of today's episode and your thoughts on the topic. Please give us a like in Apple iTunes or whichever app you're using. It helps us out a lot. Again, for more information about how I can help you through the small business startup process, please go to tomclermont.com. There you'll find a free download called the 7 P's to Profitability that addresses the issues and the elements you'll need to have a profitable personal brand business.